Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. See if she can do uh, for you what she did for Linda and me, and that was to get that home loan approval for this little place where I'm sitting in right now. The approval done in a snap. She is, after all, the person who can make that home loan 10-day approval guarantee a reality. Check her out on the web at BowersockTeam.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, BowersockTeam.com. Your impression, before we get to the sound from Rodney Terry uh, and and also from Tyrese Hunter, uh, how about your, your thoughts, your impressions on the game last night, Jeff? My general impression was that game played out the opposite of how the game of names played out. Go back and yes, watch that game in January. Go back and look at it. I mean, Iowa State was the more aggressive team. They were the more physical team. They were the more assertive team. Uh, the tougher team, they shot the ball better. They sped Texas up. They controlled the pace. And I thought Texas did all of those things last night. They controlled the pace. Uh, T.J. Otzelberger said the same thing that we've heard uh, Porter Mosier and several other coaches say that have had to play Texas. The, when they when they are in their when they are in their element and they are able to consistently put pressure on the ball, that's what makes them so tough to deal with, because of their ability to score off turnovers. Because once once they get in two on ones, three on two situations, now the athleticism takes over and you're getting run out buckets. And what was the final? I'm trying to find the final tally left from last night on uh, points off turnovers. I want to say it was something like. 26 points off of 16 turnovers, 28 points off of 16 turnovers last night. That was a big thing for me, Craig, was Texas controlled the pace. Tyrese Hunter, I mean, not just because he scored 15 points on 5-for-9 shooting, was 3-for-5 from 3, but I thought Tyrese Hunter did the maybe the best job he's done all year with the ball in his hands of controlling the pace and allowing Texas to dictate the terms of the game when they had the ball. I just thought Tyrese Hunter – Everything he did last night, both ends of the floor, but above all else, controlling the pace. I thought he was phenomenal last night. Yeah, and got out of the gates quickly at 12 in the first half, 15 in the ball game. Obviously, Jabari Rice continues to play very, very well. He had 15 points uh, off the bench. Marcus Carr had 13. But it was about the defense because I think you'll agree with me on this, Jeff. You know, the Longhorns played maybe their best first half of the season. I said that uh, 10 days ago, the West Virginia game. But this, and Rodney asked him about, and you'll hear it uh, coming up in the conversation. He agreed maybe last night was even better by the totality of the game. But uh, but even with that, you think about the second half. The Longhorns were sluggish uh, in the second half uh, starting off. But through the first six minutes, really, they didn't even score a point in, the, in nearly the first four minutes. Mm-hmm. But they only gave up two during that time. So the defense continued to make a big difference. Uh, for them uh, in in holding off Iowa State, I thought that was that was very very important. The other thing in the second half that really helped too, and I asked RT about this after the game. I don't know if you and Eddie got it got it to got it addressed in, in your post game chat or not, but you look at that game. That's one of the better offensive rebounding games Texas has had mm-hmm. this year. You have Fourteen offensive boards, eight of those came in the second half, and there were several possessions, Craig, where even though they were ultimately empty possessions without a score. You burn so much clock time off because you're able to get an offensive rebound, whether you think about that long rebound of Arterio Morris, Dylan Mitchell had a couple of tough offensive rebounds, so did Dylan DeSue, Christian Bishop had a couple. Uh, those offensive rebounds, they're able to extend position. They're able to burn clock to where it's like you looked up halfway through the second half, you're like, there's no way Iowa State has enough time 
to come back because Texas used right. so much time on the offensive end of the floor. Like I said, even though they're not scoring, you're just it's it's almost like when you're trying to bleed the clock at the end of a football game, right? You can have uh, you can have a double digit play drive even though it doesn't score, man. If you punt, you just the the offense just doesn't have enough time to do anything with it. I I, th- I think that. That on, on that played into it, but also to your point about how good the defense was last night. There's no fact more evident in that. You you look at how Texas did last night shooting the ball in the second half. They were ten for twenty six in the second half. They were nine for twenty three at one point. Finished ten for twenty six shooting in the second half. Iowa State never got closer than thirteen at any point in the second half. Mm-hmm. That game was never That's closer what, than a thirteen point game. No, and 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 when Iowa State got it down to thirteen, Texas immediately responded with a six zero run. Yeah. And and then and then that was that. So after the game, uh, Eddie R and I uh, had our usual post game conversation with Longhorns head coach, interim head coach Rodney Terry. Ten days ago, we said the first half against West Virginia might have been the best first half to basketball that your team played this year. This one might have been better. No, I, I think so. And I said that to our guys at halftime, guys. We just a couple of days ago, we even said, you know, I, I still think the sky's the limit for this team because we hadn't put together our best basketball yet in terms of when we played a complete game when we were clicking on all cylinders on offense and defense. And we came pretty close to that in the first half. I thought we really sat down guard. We forced those guys into turnovers, made them very uncomfortable. And then we did a great job of shooting the basketball. I think we had nine threes at the, in the half. And, and I think we only I think we had like four turnovers at the half. Two of those were just kind of casual turnovers. But I uh, thought we thought we did a really good job executing first half. In the second half, when things were a little sluggish offensively, I thought it was important that the defense really held the ground all along. Yeah, we continued to guard, you know, and that's the thing that we're, we're challenging this group with right now. Um, we know that this team can score in a variety of ways. Um, you know, it's just all trying to make our defense elite. Um, you know, this time of year, you're going to continue to play teams that, that have really good defenses and, all, and can also score as well. So we have to continue to hone in on our defense and really try to make it elite. And I thought, again, we came out and guarded really hard in the first four minutes uh, to start the half. We just got a little sluggish with our with our half-court execution offensively. I, I'm sure the, the media and the press conference going to ask you about whether you had to say anything, whether you did say anything to Tyrese before the game, but he really did come out just zeroed in, not only the total game, I thought, on both ends of the floor. Well, I thought even up at their place, I thought he did a great job just handling himself the right way, even with the Rutgers crowd and their chanting every time he touches the basketball. He had a real stone face approach up there, and I thought he still had that same kind of approach here in terms of, you know, not only the opponent we were playing, but just knowing that obviously it's a big game for us because this time of year right now, you're playing for something. Rodney, talk about the speed, your pressure, and how your pressure made them speed up. I thought you really sped, speed their game up offensively and forced them into some bad shots. Yeah, you know, you know up there at their place, we, we only had seven forced turnovers the entire game. And we knew in order to try to win this game against these guys, we needed 15 or more here at home. Uh, we did a great job at the half. I think we had those guys turned over 11 times at the half. And uh, I can't remember what we ended up finishing with in terms of turnovers for those guys. But uh, they ended up with uh, 16. We wanted 15 or more. 15 or more was our goal for the game. We knew if we did that, we'd be in great shape. Uh, how about these next few days now? A Tuesday game, so a little bit of extra time before you have to head up to Waco on Friday. Well, I guys just need to recharge right now. We got to try to. I got to try to give them a complete day off from everything right now to just kind of, again, keep that body fresh and keep our recovery where we need it right now, and not have these guys mentally uh, or physically fatigued right now. So we're going to take the day off tomorrow and. We'll get back to our preparation come Thursday and Friday for a really good uh, Baylor team over in Waco. Is that that recovery thing you and I were talking about in pregame? Yeah, you got you to gotta be. I mean, this time of year, we played Saturday. We came back in and did a little bit of stuff on Sunday. 
we're back at it again hard on Monday, and then you play Tuesday. I mean, we got to have some recovery right now and stuff. So you have to be smart about this time of year. You want your guys peaking and and uh, and playing, playing uh, not tired. Yeah, uh, and the players are pretty excited about this day off today. More on that in a moment. Before, uh, Jeff, uh, help me out with something here because you're in those press conferences afterwards. And uh, this morning I was looking at uh, Thomas Jones' uh, story on the game and it talked about uh, how if if the Longhorns, and we, we've talked about this earlier even in, in this hour, uh, with the road games in Waco and Fort Worth, if they at least split those games they'll have a chance when they host Kansas to claim at least a share of the conference crown for the first time since 2008. Mm-hmm. And then and then his next line, uh, what TJ wrote was, but interim Texas head coach Rodney Terry wasn't in a mood to talk about Kansas or any other team not immediately next on the schedule. And the quote was, Kansas has had a great year, but the last time, last time I checked, we're playing Baylor on Saturday. This group of Texas players does a great job of attacking what's in front of us. That's what we have to do against an elite team on Saturday. Who's asking him about Kansas? No, I I think it was, and I'm not asking you to throw anybody into the bus, right? But, no, the, but, but context here. The question was the question was just his thoughts on the Big Twelve title race because it looks like it's coming down to Texas to and Kansas, and what what makes him feel like Texas can push across the finish line and and get this done? You know, win their first conference championship since '08. That's that was the how it was framed, and it's okay. not exact. You know, that's not verbatim, but that was, that was the gist of it. So it wasn't you who asked the question. It was not me. No, <laughs> I asked about I asked about offensive rebounding, something yeah. team chemistry related. I don't yeah. remember what all I asked. I asked two or three questions. I'm I'm sure folks uh, asked about Tyrese Hunter. So let's hear this real quick. Uh, the conversation that uh, I had with Tyrese after the ball game. Got the big ice wrap on the wrist. How's the wrist? Oh, the wrist is good. Um, you know, just fighting through a little, you know, adversity. But, you know, I've been fighting through adversity the whole year, um, you know, battling through a couple of injuries. But, you know, I don't take it personal with me. It ain't going to affect the team with me. So, you know, those guys keep me up, keep me uplifted. So I'll be good. Whenever players have the type of start that you had tonight, uh, folks automatically say, wow, what's a laser focus, this and that. In this particular situation against this particular team i'm sure folks would be uh, more inclined to ask you about that even more but i know you take each game with the same type of focus what what was going through your mind when you took the floor tonight uh just be aggressive um just be myself you know don't overthink anything you know do whatever i can to win and i feel like that started off on being um defense you know just holding those guys you know to how many were we holding them tonight but that started on the defensive end and everything transferred over on the offensive end how important was that to hold for everybody to hold the fort on the defensive end when things weren't as smooth on the offensive end at the start of the second half? Oh, it's, it's important because, you know, um, that's what we kind of hang our hat on. You know, uh, we're a defensive team. Um, every damn practice is all we work on, and that's our identity that we want to establish. So uh, for us guys to take a personal and have each other backs is big for us. How big is it to have a day off tomorrow? Oh, it's big for us because <laughs> they give us a day off and a full day off. So a full day off is pretty good for us. You know, we get to chill, but we still be in the gym chilling. You know, we trying to, you know, win the whole thing. So we all be in there getting extra work. Yeah, that's that's nice to hear. But I, I'm glad that, that, that Tyrese delineated the two, uh, you know, uh, Jeff. There's a day off and there's a full day off. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're not, no, there's no film. There's, there's, you know, just guys who, who might need some treatment will come in. But other than that, complete day off. Yeah, that's what, so yeah, that, what RT told us last night. There will be some, Tyrese, I'm sure, will be at the facility today getting some treatment. But yeah. other than that, it's. No, but unless you want to, no, no mandatory basketball stuff today. 
That's why Tyrese tagged that by saying, ah, someone will be in the gym getting some <laughs> shots up, you know, that kind of stuff. All right, uh, we need a break. When we come back, we'll have Inconceivable. Uh, next hour, speaking of Inconceivable, have you seen this number? I, the only reason why I ask you this, Jeff, is because you work with this man every week, our good friend Matt Butler, who who's there to uh, produce the Blitz podcast with you and, and Rod B. Have you seen his number on Brock Cunningham? Yes. Have you seen that's, Matt's it, been it, keeping me updated on that throughout the year. It's yeah, and he just updated it this morning, and we'll get to that next hour. It's a mind-boggling number. I I, I said it on the air last night, and then it, it and there was some response on Twitter about it. Some folks were like, "What now?" And and so we'll, we'll get to that uh, coming up. 